the reasons wholesale can be really great is that it gives you more scale with less effort many times, right? Not always, but often you can get kind of this steadiness and abundance of income without needing to, again, be at craft markets every single weekend or be just like hustling all the time, packing orders or having all of these ups and downs of your income. So that's one piece financially. It introduces you to new markets and new people and new customers that you would never come across otherwise, like we were talking about. And it can also steady out seasonal ups and downs. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hey, yo, welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so excited to be here chatting with you guys today. Today's episode is a guest interview that I did with a very cool business woman, Emily. Emily is the creator of Wholesale in a Box, and she's an entrepreneur, a consultant, a seasoned wholesale strategist, and her work has been featured in O, The Oprah Magazine, Forbes.com, Entrepreneur Magazine, and Latina Magazine. Now, I found Emily's website by chance. I actually cannot remember, and I was trying to remember how I found her website when we were doing our interview, and I just couldn't. I'm like, ah, maybe Pinterest, maybe another person shared. I have no idea, but I immediately fell in love with her style and her resources on her website. So Emily's business is called Wholesale in a Box, and it's really all things wholesale. And she is very upfront, and she will tell you if you're ready for wholesale, how to kind of decide if this is the right avenue for you. And I really love that approach because I definitely do not resonate with those people who are like, yeah, 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 this is your answer. This is your answer without really getting to know you and your business because every business is different. And that is what Emily and I talk about today. So I'm very excited for this interview. I think you are going to love it. And I hope you reach out to her. So you can find Emily at wholesaleinabox.com or on Instagram at wholesaleinabox. Of course, we have those links in the show notes and we talk about them in the episode. But I just know you are going to love her. So let's dive in. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here with us today. Hello, Erin. I'm so, so glad to be here. Why don't we start by telling everyone listening who you are and what you do? My name is Emily Kerfinell, and I run Wholesale in a Box, which is a training and coaching program for makers and independent product companies that want to see their products on more store shelves. So we focus on indie makers and indie product companies trying to grow into independent shops and grow that way and see more sustainable, steady income over over the year. Wow, that's really cool. I love that you focus on like the indie makers who are who are trying, they're getting there and they're really excited about that growth. Yeah. Those are like the people who I love working with also. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How did you get started in this? I would say the common thread in my career is helping creative people 
do what they love more sustainably, you know, whether that's getting efficient and so not being so burnt out by what they do or making more money so that what they do, they don't have to go back and get a day job or, you know, stop doing it because it's not supporting their family. And so I've done that a whole bunch of ways. I've worked in corporate management consulting. I've worked as a small business advisor for the for United States Small Business Development Centers, all kinds of things. But then um, about six years ago, my husband and I had been working with makers in different ways. And then we kept hearing the same thing, which was, you know, I love what I do. I want to grow, but to grow, I need to be in shops. I can't just keep making $10 orders, you know, and having all these ups and downs in my income and just constantly hustling to 35 craft markets a year. But that growing wholesale is really hard. It's really intimidating. People don't feel like they have the right marketing or the right things to say to shops or understand wholesale terms. There's a lot of ins and outs. And then a lot of people feel like even when they do get those pieces in place, they don't know how to connect with stores in a way that is effective. So Wholesale in a Box has evolved over time, but it's always been this cornerstone of supporting makers in developing really strong wholesale materials, connecting with shops that are an excellent fit for them. Everybody's different. And then um, developing a system for connecting and following up with shops um, and making sales, but also getting reorders over time. And so the landscape has shifted over those years, you know, marketplaces, fair, all of these things are new since we um, started Wholesale in a Box, but those principles remain the same. And so what we do is help people apply those principles, even depending if they have a different strategy, everyone has a little bit different focus or strategy. And then also as the tools and opportunities evolve and come up, you know, how do I do those things? How do I build relationships in a long-term way on marketplaces or, you know, with trade shows or with direct outreach to shops? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love how you said that you, you know, it's changed over the years as things have shifted as like new opportunities have come into the world because, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I find, or I've seen, or I've I've even heard that you know, someone is teaching something that worked for them 10 years ago, but they didn't take into account, you know, what the landscape is right now. And they're not, they haven't adapted that uh, training to the current climate. And so I love that you are like, you're constantly, it sounds like you're constantly adapting this to say, like, how can you, you know, maintain these relationships with these store owners and, you know, get your, get your products into stores, but also, you know, like use these new techniques, use fair, use, uh, you know, whatever the opportunities are. So I really love that perspective. Yeah. Well, and then I think that does go to kind of my ethos around this work too, which is that you'll notice that in my bio, I did not say I grew this product company into these stores and I'm teaching you how I did it. That is not where my expertise comes from. So I'm not trying to copy and paste something that worked for me to you. What I am doing is taking our experience from working with, you know, thousands of stores and over a thousand makers and helping them grow wholesale and say, what really works um, across the board? What are the differences? What are the parts that nobody can tell you and you need to find for yourself? Um, And just be really honest about that and do that kind of work to figure out the real (laughs) story, not just something that worked for me for sure. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I'm nodding along because I 
personally, I do not have a product-based business and I do not sell products or make products, Mm -hmm. but I still, I have worked with so many product-based businesses and I've learned to like find the threads that have worked in multiple places and, you know, Mm -hmm. talk about how they can work for others and see, you know, like, how can we take this and maybe adapt it for you? Not because I've done it myself. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So if someone is like, just, you know, they're starting their business, they really want to get into stores. What do they need to do to prepare before they can like even do wholesale or start? It's interesting because the real requirements of wholesaling are not that many. I think a lot of people are like, do I need a special license? Do I need, you know, UPC codes? What do I need? To sell to independent shops, so I'm not talking Target or Nordstrom or something like that, but to sell to the shops on your main street, you need very little. You probably already have it. You need a product line. You need wholesale pricing. You need to have packaging that will work on a store shelf that people can put a a price on. And you need a tax ID number for sure, but you already have that likely. But other than that, there's nothing you have to have. The truth is that starting of like selling to your first shop or pitching your first shop is in some ways less of a big deal. And the big deal is the process of trial and error over a little period of time and understand getting feedback from store owners on your line and getting more clarity on the right shops for you, as well as the process that we really teach of staying consistent with growth over time. So it's easy to get started. And I think the things if if you know there's this kind of other question in people my people's minds of like okay it's easy to get started but what about what do i need to be successful as i jump yeah. in with wholesale a few of the things that you can think about are you know the most important thing the foundation of the whole thing is your product if you are seeing that people love what you make and that it's unique and can compete on a nationwide level, that is the foundation of being able to sell wholesale. Um, Because when you start selling to stores, you are competing with every other maker across the country. Whereas when you're just selling to, say, local craft markets, your competition is much smaller of a pool. So there's the product piece of things. There's the pricing piece of things. So making sure that you're able to make a profit and also provide a, a margin usually of at least two times. So if you're wholesaling for $5, you're retailing for $10. And then there's the storytelling piece of things, which is huge as well. So making sure that you're able to present your product and your story and your process in a way that's really compelling and exciting, even at a distance, which usually means having great photos as well. So if you had to think of three things, it would be the three Ps, product, pricing, and then almost photos, but as a kind of a placeholder for that storytelling piece of things. Yeah, that's that's so critical. I had a shop owner on this podcast a few months ago we were just talking about her success and she had found a lot of success like using fair. And the thing for her that was the differentiator was that she needed to, or she needed to give store owners or boutique owners different information than retail customers. So retail customers, you know, like they want to know like how it's going to look, but but store owners, they want to know like how much space is it going to take up on my shelf? (laughs) Right. Right. And so there's this difference. So when someone is, I guess I have another question before I ask the one I was about to ask. One thing I've heard from people 
is that they're afraid if they're wholesaling that the wholesalers will be competing with their retail side of business. Is that something that you can like talk about or is that something you cover in your course? It makes sense that a person would worry about that. And it makes sense in kind of a theoretical way. In mm-hmm. practice, what I find is that when you get your work into stores, it has this ripple effect where if let's say I'm based in New York and then I sell to a store in San Francisco, there is a whole community of people that will now see my work in that San Francisco store and then potentially either buy from me through the store or jump online and and buy follow-on products that would have never encountered my work otherwise. Um, So what I really find is actually the opposite, that getting into shops amplifies your retail business as well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm thinking of, I was just in Kansas City for a work trip and I found these really cute keychains and I bought one for myself. And there was a saying that one of my online business friends says all the time and I wanted to get it for her but the color of the keychain was horrific (laughs) uh so I went on their website when I got home and I got I had you know like I was able to order a different color right on their website so then I was able to get like one that I wanted but it was I wouldn't have known about it (laughs) if I hadn't have seen it in the store exactly yes we've all had that experience and then I see that over and over again in terms of numbers and revenue for sure Oh gosh, this is so helpful for everyone listening. It's a little bit more about wholesale in a box. Like, can you give us some more details? Because I feel like this is going to be so helpful for anyone listening. Well, wholesale in a box is really straightforward and really simple. It basically combines everything that we've learned over the last 10 years of working with makers and seven years of working with makers to help them grow wholesale in one really straightforward package. And so there's two options. One is the course and the other is the course with one-on-one coaching from me. It's via email, but we use live videos and a lot of other, you know, photos and markups and editing to really get across any feedback and guidance that we want to with our makers. So there's the two options and we cover a lot. So, you know, it's sometimes people ask, is it more basic or is it more for pros? And what we wanted to do was make sure that it had everything in one place so that you could keep returning to it as a resource, regardless of your stage. So we go over the, what we see as kind of the pillars of wholesale and we cover everything from, you know, all of your wholesale outreach materials, your wholesale terms, your wholesale ordering process, how to pitch shops in an effective and efficient way, tools for doing that, line sheets, you know, following up with stores, growing relationships with store owners. It's really for anybody that has a strong product in line and is ready to grow wholesale and just does not have the time or energy to reinvent the wheel and figure out every piece of it themselves. We've tried to keep the price really super accessible. Um, I, you know, I often hear that it should be five or 10 times the price, but from my standpoint, what I really want is to equip makers to grow in a way that is good for their unique situation, the, the unique source that they want to pitch to 
and give them the tools to do that in their way. So again, I'm not the guru telling you everything that I think you should do. What I am doing is telling you the facts and giving you the tools so that you can put together a whole sales strategy and system that will help you grow in the ways you want to. That's really incredible. You know, I feel like we have this in common. Like my passion is just helping people, you know, business owners and makers and artists get their product out there. And I do that through their website. I was working with the big name clients, the ones who have been in Mm -hmm. it for years, you know, it was five figure packages. And I realized that that's not my passion. My passion is helping the people who really, really want to make, you know, put their product out there. They want to make an income for their family. And um, my tagline is, I help you create a business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. Because I've been in that situation where you're like, I need to buy groceries and Mm -hmm. I can do that through my business. And it's not for me, it was like, you know, it's not about helping all these big name store owners. It's these, it's these people who are pouring their heart and soul into it. Mm -hmm. I had a thought. I know you talked about the three P's of the wholesale, but how do you know, like, what's a good determining factor for someone if they're like, well, should I focus on wholesale or should I focus on like, you know, direct to consumer? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. And actually, I think it's one that more people should ask. I don't think everybody should do wholesale. Uh, It can be a very powerful tool and strategy, but it is not for everyone. So a few things to think about are, is what you're doing already working for you? So a lot of times people are like, yes, I have this booming business retail. I'm getting all these customers at markets and social media and it's working great. I feel like I should do wholesale. And sometimes I'll say, why, you know, why not just double down on the avenues that are already working? So if, if what you're doing is already working for you financially and in terms of your time and energy, consider sticking with that. (laughs) Yeah. The other piece of things is potentially, so that would be almost like what you're doing is working so well, you don't need to do wholesale. The other reason you might not want to pursue wholesale is if you're so new that you're really just finding your feet when it comes to your product. So, you know, it's in some ways a lot easier to experiment and wander and play in a retail setting and with an Etsy shop or on your retail website and get that really direct feedback from customers. So if you're, if you feel like you don't not yet have your line in a pretty good, confident place, you might want to stick with retail a little longer. That said, you know, I think that the reasons wholesale can be really great is that it gives you more scale with less effort many times, right? Not always, but often you can get kind of this steadiness and abundance of income without needing to, again, be at craft markets every single weekend or be just like hustling all the time, packing orders or having all of these ups and downs of your income. So that's one piece financially. It introduces you to new markets and new people and new customers that you would never come across otherwise, like we were talking about. And it can also steady out seasonal ups and downs. I think a lot of times people have a lot of income during one part of the year, but the whole rest of the year is a lot less predictable or they're, they just feel a lot of burnout um, because of the ways things are there, both their time and their money is kind of all over the place. So wholesale can help with all of those things. But again, it, it may or may not be the right choice if you're kind of 
either doing really great with what you're doing already or just not quite ready in terms of your product. If you're not sure, experiment. Pitch a few shops that are local to you or that you love and understand because perhaps you follow them on Instagram and for and have for a long time and get some feedback on the line. Shop owners are people too. And so <laughs> if you approach them respectfully and honestly and pitch your line, but also make yourself open for feedback, you can learn a lot. If you are curious and think it might be right for you, but you're not positive, you can start off really simply in that way. And sometimes people even reach out to me and say, oh, should I sign up for Wholesale in a Box? And I sometimes I'll say, start with that, get a little feedback on the line, and then come back and use Wholesale in a Box as a way to solidify that experience and take things to the next level. Other people like to have all their ducks in a row first, and then so it makes sense to jump in with Wholesale in a Box right away. But that experimentation process and learning process is just so, so important. Yes. I, there's so many things that you said that I was just like, yes, yes, yes. So experimenting and having fun with it, or, you know, like being able to have fun with your business when you're just starting out, there's a lot of different ways where, you know, there's a lot of different ways to grow a business. And so I think sometimes we think, oh, we have to do it this way, or we have to do it this way. And so I love that you're, you know, you're encouraging experimenting and you're encouraging, you know, finding what works for you because we're not, we're not all the same and not all stores are the same. Yeah. No, experimentation is everything in business. And sometimes (laughs) I wish it weren't because I wish I could just tell people, you know, make this change to your packaging or pitch this store that I had the answers, but there, I nobody does. And so, uh, you know, experimentation, building on the bright spots of what works, that is, it's everything. And I think it's something we really try to give a system to in the Wholesale in a Box course, like, you know, give a framework for that experimentation so that people aren't just stumbling around and then giving people a framework for building on the results of what they learn. Yeah, I know. A lot of times I'm like, I wish I could give you a formula for this, but yeah. unfortunately there isn't one. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I love that you've given like a framework for the experimentation. And I was just, I was talking to my OBM yesterday and I was saying, you know, I've been experimenting. I've been seeing what's working for these different opportunities. And I'm like, I need to write this down so that when I'm ready for the next step, I remember what I just told you about this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, that framework or that, like, you know, like having a place to put those thoughts is going to be really critical. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, this has been so fantastic. I am excited. I'm remembering like a friend of mine who I worked, I was her assistant for a while and she, she had me doing pitches for wholesale and I had no clue what I was doing. I wish I would have had a wholesale at a box. Yeah. How can people hang out with you online? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, yeah, so we are at wholesaleinabox.com and also at Wholesale in a Box on Instagram and Facebook. And we're super available. We're a small team and very passionate about what we do, as you can probably tell. So if you email us or DM us with questions about either our course or about wholesale, honestly, if you have something that's holding you back, just shoot me an email. I'm happy to help like always open to helping makers. The other thing is that we have a really good free course that we offer called Grow Your Wholesale. So if you go to wholesaleinabox.com slash learn, that is a really good 
introduction to either getting started with wholesale or to getting really focused about growing wholesale. And it's totally free and people really, really love it. So if you're looking for a a good place to start, that is something to consider. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Before we go, I always love to ask business owners the same question that it doesn't matter what type of business you have or how long you've been in business or you know, like what your background or experiences, we're all always constantly growing and evolving. Mm-hmm. So would you be open to sharing something with us that you're currently learning or you know working through in your own business? I'm a person that really loves to start things and envision new things that don't exist and build things. You know, earlier in my career, I was always starting something new or making a new product or that kind of thing. And over the last six or seven years, I've just been really finding the ways to go deep and um, improve and build within the sphere I'm already working in. And so I think the thing that I'm learning is how to apply that starting visioning energy to the same business and the same thing I'm showing up to every single day. And it's also something I'm learning in parenting as well, because, you know, as I now have my, my older son is three. And so I find that same lesson there is, you know, how can you just keep deepening and building and learning within the same, you know, the same relationship and the same place showing up to that, uh, each day with that ener- with that new new energy, I think. Awesome. That's a really powerful thing to learn in business. I was the same. I was always, for, so for me, I was always changing my brand. I was always mm-hmm. designing new logos for myself, new color palettes. And then eventually a friend of mine offered to help me with my branding. And she's like, let me do a move board for you. And it kind of solidified it. And I haven't mm. really changed it since. You know, like sometimes I'll switch out fonts, but it's not like I was literally redesigning my website like every other week because Mm -hmm. I was mostly insecure. But yeah, you know, so Uh, learning to just like put something out there and like refine it instead of put something new out there and like keep waiting is a really powerful. Yes. 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 So (laughs) true. And also something I relearn (laughs) probably multiple times a week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I should do something new. I should do something new. I'm like, no, just promote the things you've already created. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show, Emily. I think we're going to have you back for like an advanced wholesale for anyone listening who's already been on wholesaling and they're ready for the next level. I think that would be really fun. And I love just getting to chat with you and hear your perspective. It's so fascinating to hear about the side of business. Usually I'm just like setting up wholesale portals and I really have no idea how it works. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I've loved getting to chat with you about wholesale. It was a joy. Thank you so, so much for having me. I loved it and I can't wait to come back. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.